You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. For more interviews and stories, visit chirpradio.org slash podcasts. I'm Sarah Brooks, and I'm here at the Vic with Adrian of Yolklore. Um, and I know that you guys just traveled in from Minneapolis and you had to cancel your appearance last night. I'm sure that was a tough decision to make. How are you guys feeling today? You just played a killer show. So how do you feel? Well, I feel sweaty and exhausted now, but I, f- I feel pretty good about today. Um, I feel bad about yesterday. We've never had to cancel the show before, but we saw some pretty rough stuff on the road and um, decided just to opt out. And uh, so instead of doing the dangerous drive, we instead just um, ate some bad food and got some good sleep and made ourselves fresh and ready for today. Um, And it's your last show with LP tonight. What has this tour been like and what has it meant to you? This tour has been probably the biggest tour I've done um, in terms of show size and all a thousand plus, you know, cap rooms. And it's, it's both like a big thing to like play to huge crowds, but it's also like a, it's also a challenge to like make intimacy in that, within, on that scale. And so it's, um, at one time been a invigorating experience to like play to all these crowds, but at the same time, it's been a challenge to really see how I can still create a personal connection with a thousand plus people in 30 minutes (laughs) I feel like you definitely did that tonight what is your main way of connecting with the crowd especially one that's so large I try to look people in the eye and I try to really give of myself I'm always exhausted afterwards and I always feel like I just got hit by a train and that's what I kind of want to feel after every show I feel like I want to really just give it to the audience you know everything I got out there you said um I live my life up here and I need people to keep me grounded and a lot of people are trying to boost themselves up but you you're saying you're already up there what do you mean by that yeah I live my life a little bit in the I guess the like the higher quadrant of my of my existence I'm I'm a songwriter and I work in metaphor and uh allegory and draw from the metaphysical I I grew up really religious and I guess like really like spiritual and stuff and so a lot of my thought processes like have to do with the the mystique and like I yeah I need people around me to like keep me on the earth so I don't float away and and kind of like get lost in the clouds and your name itself um, has to do with the concept of finding or yoke. And I saw in your bio and just a lot of places online, it's just tell me stories of how you're bound and what is one of your stories that most impacts you and that makes you. So when I was little, we we used to do Shabbat around uh, on Friday evenings. And I think one of the first times I really realized how much music affected me was just like a random Friday night, like lighting candles and like singing with my family and like, you know, the lights are down, it's sunset, you're lighting candles and you're singing these like really ancient songs that people in your family have been singing forever and it's like a, it was I think the first moment that I was like this is magic and I want to make this magic. And do you think that you kind of try to cultivate that? I guess how do you try to cultivate that in your music? I kind of try to incorporate things that I, are like powerful things that I'm affected by into my show or into my songwriting. I think there's like a certain nostalgia to my music 
and I'm not really sure how it gets in there, but it gets in there every time. <laughs> and I think that's part of the instinct of coming from, uh, I don't know, a, like a more like familial place. And like I'm driven to make music because of like certain wholesome experiences that I had that really like shaped me. And um, I want to like recreate that experience for other people. You know, I want to make them feel like they're like at, in, with their family around a dinner table, lighting candles, singing songs together. Your songs a lot of times trend towards opposition, like putting a banjo against a synth and lyrics like, I'm afraid of needing anything. I fear the ignorance that comes with bliss. Like, is this push and pull something you deliberately create? And is that something you strive to create throughout your music? Yeah, I think so. This is a concept that I really am dedicated to, I, I, I guess you could say. I don't believe in stillness. I don't think it exists, whether you like it or not. And I think in order to find the center of anything, um, you need to be going in opposite directions with like equal force. And I think you need to have a push and a pull for anything to be balanced. Um, and so I kind of like try to put that in my life like everywhere, whether it be making art or a relationship or a experience or a sport, um, whatever it is, I, I think there is this necessary tension that creates real integrity. shot a music video in Alaska. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, Alaska is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place. And it's a video for a song that we have that we haven't released yet. I yeah, I often use music videos as a way for me to do cool shit because I'm a thrill seeker a bit and I, I'm a nature lover. And so we were playing a show in Alaska and we decided like let's go dog sledding, let's go snowmobiling, let's like go on a snow hike, let's go see some glaciers and then let's film it. If money was not an object and you could film a music video anywhere, what would you do? Oh right. Yeah, I wanted to, I wanna shoot a skydiving music video at some point. I don't know how we're gonna do that, but it's a goal. Would you be singing while you were falling midair or would it be something where you were singing very scared before you jumped? I think I'd want to be singing midair. I'd want, I, yeah, I'd want like a whole band, you know, like I'd want us all kind of like falling together. I don't think that's ever been done before, so I respect the choice and I wish you well. When I see that video, I'm going to love it. <laughs> and then you're dating Kelly Oxford, who is one of my favorite people that I've never met and one of my heroes. And you just went on this epic trip to Canada and it just kind of jogged my memory. Last year, I went on a road trip for 16 days. I was just up the East Coast. And I was wondering, like, what you learned when you were immersed in nature, traveling to someplace, I don't know if you've ever been there before, but someplace that is totally different, takes you out of your element. Yeah, so after I tour a lot of the time, I am an introvert that is forced to be an extrovert a lot of the time. And um, so when I'm on tour, I have to, like, you know, sing to people and give of myself and hug a lot of fans and sign stuff and, you know, do do the do. And so when I'm done touring and when I have time, it, it's nice for me to find a measure of isolation, um, whether that be like uh, from people or from places. But the past year, I've been going to Joshua Tree a lot of the time. And um, Kelly took me up to Alberta because it's in the middle of nowhere. 
and it's gorgeous and um yeah it was a real wonderful way t- for me to recharge and for us both to recharge but for me to really like find some like solace in a bit of solitude and then you mentioned being an introvert who is forced to be an extrovert i can identify with that as well what do you do especially like on a grueling tour schedule where you don't really have a lot of time to be on your own what do you do to recharge and reconnect with yourself um so i read a lot of books i'm a bit of a history nerd and i listen to a lot of i'm reading this book called 1493 by charles c mann and it's about kind of like post pizarro and cortez south america and like how their conquest kind of changed the world um and is like needs and how that whole like situation needs to be reinterpreted and like re-looked at because of new things we're finding out about um, those cultures and the sheer size and breadth of them i also do yoga a lot of the time i do yoga every morning um we listen to a lot of podcasts in the car i think he's my hero this guy named dan carlin who's like a the godfather of history podcasting I don't, I don't think I'd get starstruck for, like, any musician or, like, any celebrity, but, like, if I met Dan Carlin, whoa. It's that guy. That guy is your celebrity hero. Yeah, he's my, he's my celebrity hero. You were just here in Chicago at Tomorrow Never Knows, like, a couple of weeks ago, and now you're back. Like, what do you like about Chicago, and did you get to sightsee at all? Did you get to do anything else here? What do you love about the city? So, my mother grew up in Evanston. And so we grew up coming here a little bit. And now that I've been, like, on, I'm, like, you know, kind of an adult these days. And <laughs> like, do my own thing. And uh, I find myself in Chicago so much. And it's almost become, a, like, a like I'm, I'm back and forth between New York and L.A. a lot of the time. Because my family is in New York. And the music industry is in L.A. And yada, yada. And so um, Chicago has become kind of a midpoint for me. It's become kind of, like, the city that I go to if I'm not in one of those places um and also like when I'm touring and because I tour so much it is like it is in the middle of the two and so I I can I usually end up hitting it on west coast tours and on east coast tours what is next for you this is my last question what is next um are you creating new music do you have new collaborations coming out I know you just had a song with friendship what is next yeah so I have a couple I don't know I don't think I'm allowed to tell you very much but I am releasing a set of more pared down songs um in the next couple months which is one of them i was shooting that video in alaska for and yeah i'm super excited about them there are a couple of reinterpretations of some older ones there's some new ones and uh then i'm making some pieces for an art show right now and i have a tour coming up in march on the east coast Find this and other interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Chirp Radio, hear what's next.